Visible is a wireless carrier that is not invisible. It is pretty clear from the name, actually, radio waves are invisible. And I can say this with authority as a licensed amateur radio operator. That being said, Visible won't be giving you the power to see light outside the visible spectrum. It's actually way better because having that ability would make getting around very difficult and distracting. What you do get with Visible is unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You get one line of wireless, just $25 a month, which is great in these times of economic uncertainty. That is one line for $25, taxes and fees included. So whatever you're doing at this moment, please stop. Switch immediately. Now, monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Wir gerne sehen in was ist los. It's dein Freundo Seth. I'm learning German. Yeah, in case you didn't know what that was. That is me trying to impress you with the little German that I know. Right now, I am actually learning German. I took it in high school. I goofed off the entire time. I did some other language learning apps. They taught me things like where the taxi stand is and how to find a bus, um, but not a lot of conversational uh German. Thankfully, that's what Babbel is all about. Babbel teaches you language conversationally, which let's face it, that is what you want to know anyway. I don't know. When I was in school, you learned like how to count. You learned like the colors. You learned the shapes. Those are all important things, but they don't help you when you're in uh, like Cologne, Germany with Ein Nierenstein, which by the way is German for kidney stone, uh, an experience I can unfortunately speak personally to. But I've been using Babbel to learn to speak German again, uh, better than I have before. I actually really like it because it is conversational. It's a little bit more relaxed. One of the things that it does that I really like is it'll sometimes show you what the literal English translation is. And I don't know why, but I find that very helpful in sort of understanding the structure, the grammar of a language and sort of putting myself into that mind space. Since I'm only in Germany for Gamescom, which is like a week, week and a half, I'm not immersed in the German language. I'm not immersed in German culture. So what I do is the second best thing. I'm taking Babbel. Hopefully this year when I go to Germany, I'll be able to impress all the Germans with how much German I know from learning through Babbel. The app has pronunciation recognition, so you'll be able to learn how to speak better with your accent, how to actually properly pronounce the words. That way you won't get made fun of by a, a group of older German men because you said Apfelstrudel and not Apfelstrudel. Um, no, it's really cool. Uh, I'm going to say right now there is a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now you can get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners because you guys are the best ones, by the way, at babbel.com slash realm. Get 60% off at babbel.com slash realm. That is spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash realm. Rules and restrictions may apply. Listen. Welcome to Nintendo Voice Chat, episode 438. I'm your host, Zach Ryan, and today I'm joined by Per Schneider. Hello. And Casey DeFridis. Hello. Uh, just uh, uh, three folks at the table today, uh, a bit of a light staff, because uh, people are kind of trickling back in from vacation. Everybody's still off for Christmas, New Year's, etc. Where is that, Altano? I hope he's here in spirit. He's, he's missing in action, you know? Yeah. He was supposed to be in today, and then I think he just well, his alarm clock went off, and he decided, no, thank you. He's like working. He probably no, snubbed us for his baby. That's not oh. true. He totally was on vacation this whole week. Okay. He'll be back. He'll <laughs> be back right, sooner rather than later. How are you guys? How was your break? 
Yeah, exactly. It was good. No, I spent time with family. I caught up on a, on a bunch of games, you know. Uh-huh. Needed to finish Red Dead and a bunch yeah. of other junk, too. And uh, no, it was good. And, but how, it, and how did you find Red Dead all at once? You I loved it. Red Dead yeah. Redemption 2. Okay. Yeah. I loved it. Cool. Casey, that was really well, how's I'm your break? upset at Red Dead because if Pear had beaten it sooner, he would be playing Monster Hunter. Mm-hmm. And because Red Dead was too long, that didn't happen. Yeah. But well... <laughs> Then it's, I went uh, back to uh, Assassin's Creed and Tomb Raider. So. Yeah, I really want to get back to Assassin's Creed. Uh, I played a bunch of games over the break as well, um, but Assassin's Creed was not among them. So yeah, but I have I have it in the works to mm-hmm. to go back to Assassin's Creed. Red Dead, um, I think I, I've not finished the story, but uh, love the narrative, love all the character development, um, mm-hmm. the actual game part of it don't care for so i don't really know if i'm gonna power through it i've caught a lot of flack here in the office for not finishing red dead but you should go back yeah i I know i should it's just like i'm at a point now where i still i know that i still have like at least 25 30 hours and it's just like that's so much time to get dedicate to a game that i don't like yeah it's interesting. Yeah. You just watch, you just look up the story. No, yeah, don't do that. I don't know if I have the, the patience same. for that either. Yeah. I feel like that game is, and we're getting off topic for yeah, Nintendo. Yeah. Is like, yeah, but but that game is all about immersion. Too, like on you, your Nintendo mm-hmm. Switch. Like yeah. Red Dead, like you, it's slow, but you, you kind of you feel like you inhabit that world, which you don't get with a lot of games. That's like true. Breath of the Wild does that too. Yeah. Uh, and Red Dead does it, does it really well. I, anyway, I, give it give it a chance yeah, if you have another 100 hours. Speaking of Breath of the Wild, I was considering booting up. Breath of the Wild over my break and getting yeah. back into it. But then I thought maybe I'll wait until March for that two-year anniversary. Yeah. You know, I've been thinking about going back to it recently as well. And yeah. I don't really w- know why. I'm just like, you know what? I should play Zelda again. I'm just kind I, of getting that itch to yeah. play a Zelda game. I've done everything in that game with the exception of finding all the Koroks. I'll never, ever do that. I'm, yeah. just mm-hmm. not, I'm not that. I don't have that kind of compulsive behavior. But... um. I think that there's something about that game that keeps drawing me back into it. I've finished it three times already at this oh point, gosh. but I would I would gladly do it again. So, <laughs> nice. yeah. Um, let's talk a little bit about some of the stuff that we did play over break. Yeah. That's that's where I wanted to start. Um, so not exactly the most topical. Obviously, we spent the first three minutes of our Nintendo podcast talking about Red Dead, <laughs> but um, well, I did. Once it comes to Switch, we'll be able yeah, to right. point back at this. Episode. Keep dreaming. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do think that that. Uh, the holidays provided me personally a unique opportunity because I went home to my parents for a few days and took my Switch and my dock, and so I got to like really spend some quality time with my Switch. Which what's was your great. dock's name? My dock's name is um, it's um, uh, <laughs> yeah. Steve. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I, I I played a lot of Smash, which was mm-hmm. nice. My parents' internet is somehow better than mine at home, so oh. I did. I so I caught a lot of uh, heat from uh, some of the viewers talking about how they weren't experiencing any issues with the online play, mm-hmm. which was kind of surprising. Um, and I come to find out that it might just be an issue of your internet connectivity. Mm-hmm. Um, ultimately, mm-hmm. I, I it would I've definitely enough, stability. I've issues, heard enough yeah. of complaints about stability that I think that it's not yep. just on me. But yeah, I was I was kind of surprised at how well it played when I was home. Mm-hmm. Uh, played a lot of that. Um, I played. I finally finished Grizz, mm-hmm. which we talked about a lot last year, and cannot recommend that game enough. What yep. a beautiful, thoughtful, um, awesome platformer! Uh, have you guys had an opportunity to play? I it? haven't played it yet. Yeah, did um, you play it th- through to the end? I'm not. I'm not at the end yet. I did play a little bit more um, in the last couple of days, actually, and it's just I just love the the art, the yeah. way it looks. Now, the the puzzle gameplay and the platforming is very, very simple. Yes, and I think that will turn some people off, but it's just. Like just look at the visuals. I mean, yeah. the way it's composed, and when, when you bring back the color into this world, how how it, just how it looks. It's, uh, it's how long did it take really you cool. to beat? Ooh, very long, right? No, three or four hours. Yeah. Okay, cool. yeah, I did it in, it's that short? in two or three settings. Yeah, I think I'm like 
I played at least you're, three you're hours. Probably, yeah, yeah. You probably, yeah. I will say that this game definitely lets you know when you're getting close to the mm-hmm. end. It really starts to feel like things are, are wrapping mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. I've um, heard people compare it to Journey. So I've heard people compare it to Journey, <coughs> including our review itself, uh, kind of in a negative way that it's like, oh, mm-hmm. this just is just too much like Journey. I think it's different enough from Journey. It's obviously sort of this high concept, like mm-hmm. um, art directed uh, indie platformer, but I didn't necessarily get. I thought there was more stuff to do in Journey and than there is in Journey, and I love Journey. So yeah. um, wait, you, there are you, more you, things to do in Gris than there are. Yes, okay. that's what I'm saying. Thank you. Journey, um, Journey is very experiential. Yes. and Gris actually has um, uh, puzzles. Like yes, okay. puzzles and do. different powers and mm-hmm. like power ups and, and things that you can use to solve puzzles in different ways. And um, also, uh, one thing that I, I liked about Gris that I didn't actually figure out until I was pretty far into it was that there's a sub menu of tasks that you can complete throughout the course of the game that some of them are as easy as like objectives that you you complete while you're go th- going through the story, but there's hidden objectives as well. Mm-hmm. And those okay. are kind of cool to go back and yep. complete. So uh, I might do some of that. I really love that game. I yeah. actually, I finished it when I first got home and then I started it over because my parents were talking about like, well, what games have you been playing lately? Yeah. Like show us something really cool. And so I showed them Gris and then I was like, you know what? I might as well just play through it again. So I played yeah. it twice, yeah. And then I also um, I also played uh, through Guacamelee 2, which I was so mad at myself. I put out my top 10, my personal top 10 list, and that game wasn't on it because I didn't get a chance to play, till it, uh, play through it till the oh. end of the year. But God, Guacamelee 2 is great. It is so, so good. Hey, did you guys play the first one? Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So and I started this one, too. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. It's such a, like, punishingly tough platformer but metroidvania as well um it's a really cool game because like the way that it combines your traversal and combat is so so smart and uh i love the first one i like this one even better i I think it's it's a brilliant throwback sort of so i'm i'm i I have to be a little boring because the games i played on switch over the break are pretty much exactly your list ah Uh, you know, played a bunch of Smash with the kids. Yeah. You know, we even had friends over, and mm-hmm. it's just so nice to plug in a couple more controllers sure. and be able to j- just play without thinking about it. Yeah. You know, you didn't have that in the old game where you had to choose an eight-player map. Now mm-hmm. it's just like plug and play. It's really, really awesome. Dig that game. Played a bunch of uh, unlocked a bunch of spirits as well. Um, played Guacamelee. Played Greece, and then I played the Way Remastered. Cool. Um, which was on sale for a buck, so I'm like, okay, why not? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's a really cool um, 2D kind of pixel art looking adventure game in the vein of kind of classic, uh, you know, something like flashback or you know, out of this world, but also a little bit the dig, like from the oh, Lucasfilm cool. games era. Yeah. And like, you know, with the difference, it's a little bit more action. You can like shoot your gun. At How do things. you do it? Um, you shoot. Mm-hmm. Oh, got it. Well, you can okay. you can do the the kind of like the round aiming with the right stick, okay. like like okay. Samus can in her really? uh, Samus okay. Returns cool. outing. But it's it's much more simple than that. It's not like a, a platform or action game. Um, it's really fun. I mean, if it's still a buck, definitely pick it up. Nice. And then of course, uh, you actually on this list is like what everybody's playing. It says Picross next to my name, which I didn't put there. But there was a good guess, Casey. <laughs> That's Casey trolling. <laughs> <laughs> I did play Picross as to whenever I'm uh, I'm I should be going to sleep. I boot it up and then I fall asleep while the puzzle is open and then I wake up and it says 48 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Still playing the Mega Picross puzzles. Cool. What about we'll you? Never end. Uh, like both of you, I've been playing a ton of Smash. Yeah. Um, whenever I go back home to Florida, I we usually have a huge get together with like 20 or 30 people and more than half of us all play Smash. So we have these huge Smash tournaments with just my friends. So we did that for a night while I was gone and it was a whole lot of fun and... 
man, I just I really like Smash. And I yeah. started picking I started playing as Corin a little bit. Ah, yeah. I was just Corin and Pikachu. You, who's, your, who's your main? Pikachu's definitely still my main, but right. I have fun with Corin as well. But besides Smash, I started playing Night in the Woods. Okay. Because mm. Night in the Woods is was on sale. Yeah. And I've been telling myself uh. I'd play it when it was on sale on the Switch, and that finally happened. Yeah. <laughs> so I started playing with it, and um, it's basically existential dread in a game. Yeah. <laughs> and it kind of borders on into nihilism territory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is <laughs> definitely that. Yeah. Like, it, oh, God. <laughs> it's like disillusioned, angry teen returning to a hometown. Yeah. Right? Basically, it's, a, it's a, a college kid. Yeah. She drops out of college and goes back home, and everyone's been forced to become an adult and mm-hmm. she has not grown up yet and everything sucks and what is life's purpose there is no purpose oh god what i'm go- what am i going to do and uh, that's what this game is. There's a lot. There's a lot more to it than that too. <laughs> yeah, I really there is love a lot Night to it. Woods this is one of my favorite games from last year. One yeah. of the best written yeah. games. It is. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have voiceovers. It's all written. It is conveyed through text. The but dialogue it's so well is done. amazing. Yeah, and there are poems in there that are also, yeah, also <laughs> like the the. Little mini game stuff that yeah. they throw in is really great too. Like even the music mini game, I found yeah. myself doing a couple of times because yeah. I was just like, that you was play bass. Like, yeah, um, good. play bass. You get have knife fights. You go yeah. shoplifting you with your friends. Mm-hmm. You can uh, spray people with a fountain shaped yep. like a fish. That's right. There's a lot of cool little fun things to do in yeah. Night in the Woods. I I uh, picked up Undertale with the uh, the intent to play it over Christmas break and then I just with these other games I never got around to it but that's still on my list in a similar vein as Night mm-hmm. in the Woods that's still on Yeah, my list. same. It's I also would like to play Undertale. Play. Yeah. Yep. And then besides those games of course I not Nintendo, but I played Monster Hunter World. What? Okay. So, I know. You had you have you only have Monster Hunter written down here and I thought yeah. you were saying that you you were playing uh, Generations the, still? Oh, yeah. And I was like, wow, what's going on there? The, the, no. Yeah. I went back to World because they have um, this new arc-tempered Kovei Teroth. Yeah. And by <laughs> playing, it's just a more difficult version of the Siege that came out a few months ago. Uh-huh. And you get randomly, you get random weapons that are like the best weapons in the game. Oh, cool. So, well, don't, aren't, get, aren't you gearing up for like, isn't there a major expansion coming yeah, out? Yeah, there, there's a that? huge expansion called Iceborne coming out this August. Okay. So I'm trying to get my friends back about, into it. What about Generations? Is there anything left there or are there, they done supporting I mean, it? all of the content was already I guess, made. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. It's a compilation yeah, already. It, there's no DLC yeah. coming to something that's been out for X amount of years. Yeah, because all the DLC came out in waves when it came out in Japan yeah. more than a year before it came here. Sure. So it already came with all of that DLC, which I haven't completed. I need to finish. I never finished all of... G rank. I never finished all of the expansion. Mm-hmm. And you so, call yourself a monster hunter. I know. Like, what's wrong with me? Man, I will out there play and hunt it. those monsters. I will play it someday, Casey. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I promise. Have you not played World? I, I again, one of those. I started it <laughs> yeah. games. I'm like, oh, that's pretty good. I'm yeah. gonna find oh nine other games. Yeah, you know, so. yeah. I get that. Um, well, oh, speaking of... and oh. Just Dance 2019. Okay, that's it. Oh, cool. Wait, you actually played that on the <laughs> yeah. Switch? Yeah, on the Switch. Right Did on. you have to, like, stick Joy-Cons in no, all your pockets? No, so you only hold one Joy-Con, okay. and it's a you lot... You hold it on your hip? No, you just hold it in your, in your hand. hand. So if you see, so you see how the hand is always uh, highlighted? If you're yeah, watching yeah, yeah. the video version, the highlighted hand is the hand that is, um, getting registered Rack. and yeah. tracked. Oh, okay. Um, so your other body parts can do whatever they want. Yeah, you matter. actually okay. don't have to dance, but if you don't dance, you're really lame, and I judge you. Okay. You got to be silly with everyone. That makes sense. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look at you. It's just a fun little game, and it, they, it's interesting. I don't want to say it's interesting in this way, but there's this subscription you can get that gives you access to like 400 songs, but without oh. the subscription, the songs that come on the game cartridges are just... 
Not that great. Not very uh, good. Yeah. So you kind of need the subscription, but Let's it see. comes with a month free. Oh, cool. And this game was on sale for 20 bucks. So. Oh, right on. Yeah. That's and will you, likely you've... be one of the top selling games of the year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Always, That's right? Too, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you've played Just Dance forever, right? Yeah. Like, hasn't that been, yeah, that's mm -hmm. one of your franchises as well? I mean, yeah, I've always yeah. played it. It's just a fun game to play with people, and yeah. I mean, it's better than sitting on my couch all day. Sure. <laughs> and how much Just Dance are you playing these days? Yeah, not so much. You cutting a rug? No, yeah. no, I haven't. I haven't, I haven't moved much at all, actually. <laughs> so honestly, yeah, same. I was brought into this room. Wheeled in. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah, right, yeah, just in yeah. this chair. That's yeah. it. Yeah, this is my chair. Uh, well, 2019, we're only two days deep at this point, but it's already, I just feel like it's shaping up to be a great year. I actually have no basis. What? Of, yeah, yeah I, like, I don't know why, uh, but I, what happened? I, got a, I got a good feeling about that, and okay. I wanted to talk about some of the Nintendo releases coming down the pipeline in 2019. Um, so there's a lot of good stuff coming out. There's a lot of stuff that's... Uh, um, How do you know it's good, Zach? You that's what I'm saying. There's a lot of stuff that has the potential to be good, and I want to talk about our level of excitement for each of these upcoming games. Um, and because Brian is not able to be here today. We thought we would Maybe include Brian. him in the show this week by um, including him in our scale. So on a scale of one to five Brian Altanos, yep. I'd like for us to rate each of these games how excited we are about them. Okay, so five, if, five, five is most Altanos excited? Five Altanos is okay. the most excited. Okay. That's like Altano on like a, a two uh, iced coffees in the afternoon. Okay. <laughs> um, and then one Altano is like Altano okay. when you make him play... Uh, like or when you have a meta discussion about Pokemon meta, <laughs> okay. like, yeah. So no half, uh, no half Altano. No, yeah. yep. no, only okay. full Altano. Okay, got it. Okay. Oh, yep. that would be kind of morbid to have yeah. a half an yeah. Altano. Well, Pear suggested that if we should do a half Altano, that it should be uh, Brian's like picture, and then a half would be his baby. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, so we'll see if we can work that out. Four and a half babies. Uh, okay, so starting in January, the month that we are in right now, we are nine short days away from the release of new Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe. Mm -hmm. Um, I actually I don't know if I can talk about that. But <laughs> now that I think about it, uh, uh, oh, I can you know talk what? about it. But let's talk about I don't the, know uh, the Wii U version of sure. this game. Yeah. Um, let's say that uh, this newest version mm -hmm. is everything that the Wii U version was and more. Yeah. Um, whatever. I've been playing this game. We have uh, <laughs> we we got a chance to preview it, and it, it's still a phenomenal Mario game. Yeah. Um, I think that it it's. Uh, every bit as fun as it was first go around, and I'm really, really glad to have this on Switch yep. because there are something crazy like 164 levels. It includes all of the the Super Luigi U stuff. That's right, which are just so insanely difficult. Like, yeah, for for those who haven't played it, it's basically a challenge on each one of the stages of the game. So it's not new levels, but you start with a totoro 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 thing yeah. in the beginning, yeah, yeah, where yeah. it like hurries you up, and you have a hundred seconds left. Mm -hmm. And so it completely changes how you like hurry. Yeah, rush the whole the, the whole level is like a scramble. Yep. Yeah, yep. you're just you're just on like adrenaline <laughs> trying to get through each of these levels. But the base game itself is so wonderful, and I'm actually not a huge fan of the new Super Mario Brothers franchise. Mm -hmm. um, I think mostly because of the art. I don't really love oh. the way that these games look. <laughs> um, and they they feel a little floatier than I remember. Because like looking at this game, playing through this game, it feels a lot like um, it was inspired by Super Mario Brothers 3. Yeah. And that game has such a specific feel mm -hmm. that this one, that the th all the new Super Mario Brothers, I feel like are a little bit floatier, a little more forgiving. Okay. Whereas uh, Super Mario Brothers 3 mm -hmm. has a very distinct like 
physics, you know. I, I really appreciated this game pulling off four-player gameplay mm -hmm. in a mm -hmm. fun but really frustrating way too, right? right? Like it, it's got. I, I was hoping they had fixed that little thing where all the characters freeze when somebody dies, right? Like they do it on purpose to yeah. make that impact that somebody fell, but like that always screws me up when yeah. somebody falls into the abyss. Um, no, but like they. It just throws it, your it, rhythm off. It's, it's yeah, hard incredibly. to do. It's hard to do a, a fast platformer in co-op. Yeah, like you know, Rayman doesn't work as well as this game for by by comparison, for example. Yeah, that, that that's sense. another top platformer. And I always really liked this game, but wish that it had a little bit more courage to look different. You know, it, you you said the style right. Like it it's it's a little bit too clean. Too, yeah. Like when it first came out, even it reminded me of some of the kind of flash games you saw out yes. there. Just mm -hmm. the, the kind of like that that safe look. And then there's a you know there's a level based on Vincent Van Gogh's paintings, and you're like, why didn't you do this for more? Right. Like why didn't you have the courage to like mix up really the art play style? with the art style? But, yeah. But the game the game is really fun, and as a four player platformer, I, I I don't think there is a better one out yeah. there. Yeah, they're really fun. They're really chaotic, and I think this is gonna sell incredibly Crazy. well on the Switch. I mean, it's just. It's a nice bonus. We talked a lot about um, mm -hmm. Wii U games that were being ported over to the Switch at the end of last year, uh, you know, in sort of our wrap-up episode about how it's such an awesome way for people that skipped last generation, which is mm -hmm. a lot of people, to have an opportunity to come in and play these games. And it's a great opportunity for guys like us that, that played these games, you know, in 2014 or whenever it came out to go back and revisit it and, and you know... It, it's great. It's a great game, and it's obviously it's been six years um, yeah. since the original came out. This is almost that, like this the, came out in 2012. Yeah, isn't that crazy? <laughs> and uh, Luigi Luigi title? was the next year. Yeah, you're right. And um, what, what, what's funny? It's almost like Nintendo said, "Oh, okay, everybody who played the original had kids in the meantime," because this has Nabbit, right, a character yes. who can't die, yeah. basically, and then it has uh, you know Toadette with her Peachette powers. So yeah. there are now easier characters to play, and th that makes it more like a much better family game and mm -hmm. you know to have the the kind of helping hand like that yeah i completely agree um now i'm looking for a 3d world to come to switch mm -hmm. that'd be great it would be nice yeah um moving right along uh november 18th a game that i'm very January excited 18th. about yeah. oh what did i say november, november. okay that's a whole different month <laughs> Not, not the same. That's a not different one. Um, January 18th, Travis Strikes Again, No More Heroes. Yeah. Uh, it's been a while since we've seen our friend Travis Touchdown. He hasn't been in a game since way back in the Wii days. Um, and this one is... When you were a Wii lad. When I was a Wii lad, yeah. yeah. Uh, this one is different. It's... it's uh, I, I'll say this much. It's definitely a suit game It looks weird <laughs> as hell. Um, but I think it's really interesting because uh, this is a collection of not mini games, but smaller like game types, right? Mm -hmm. The majority of the gameplay is um, top-down uh, action adventure, uh, and then you can do co-op play, but you're basically playing through seven different types of games, action games, racing games, puzzlers, uh, things like that. Um, because you're in an arcade. Well, the idea is Travis gets pulled into these video games and he's inside the game squashing <laughs> bugs. Okay. Uh, yeah, so you're going through each of these games like fighting bugs and stuff. Um, but the most exciting thing to me is that uh, this game, a lot of these these smaller games within games are developed by notable indie developers, including Yacht Club. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's uh, The guys really behind cool. Shovel, Shovel Knight, which is still mm. one of my favorite platformers in, in recent memory. And um, also, it's sort of their first foray outside of Shovel Knight in a very long time. Yeah. So um, I'm really excited for this. I love um, 
No More Heroes and its sequel. Uh, this one is almost feels like a sort of a, a Gaiden sort of thing, yeah. like a, a side story. But um, I'm into this. Like I think it could be really cool. I, you know, talking about art and how New Super Mario Brothers was generic. This looks really cool. Yeah, Just that kind of like rotoscope look yeah. to it and. <laughs> I always really, I always thought these games were, you know, a little style over substance. Yeah, I, I know there are a lot of people really like them. I could never get into them that much, but I, um, I'm excited about that one just to see that kind of mini game collection. Yeah, I think it's gonna be cool. I, yep. I did forget that we need to give these games scores. Oh, so oh let's no. start with Travis Touchdown. Uh, out of out of five Altanos, how many Altanos are you giving Travis Touchdown? Um. Travis Strikes Again, I give three out of five Brian Altano's. Three out of five Brian Altano's. Same, I'll give it three. Three out of five. Out of I, I'll five give it four times. out of five Brian yeah. Altano's just because I'm a big uh, Travis Touchdown fan. Uh, but okay, so that's uh, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Uh, so yeah, good. Great. I, and I would give uh, New Super Mario Brothers, I, I would give that four. Okay. Even though it's such an old game, I just I feel like the time is right for me to play it again. And mm-hmm. uh, as I said, I will, I, I will also give that yeah. game four. Yeah. Travis touched right. or Brian Altano's. <laughs> Brian Altano's. <laughs> yeah, Travis touched on. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give we, this one also a three. Okay. Three Altano's. Three Altano's for for New Super Mario Brothers. Okay. Uh, that's cool. And keep in mind. There are no rules. There are no cops. We can give them Altanos. We can give them Travis touchdowns. Whatever. The score doesn't matter. It's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving into February, which is a month that's not November also, mm-hmm. um, we're looking at February 21st, Trials Rising. Are either of you uh, big Trials fans? Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I, it, it's hard to be a fan when a game pisses you off Aww. to the extent this, that Trials yeah. can take you off, yeah. you know? Um, if you haven't played a trials game, it's basically you're you're on a motorbike and you're trying to navigate these insane obstacle obstacle courses, and they're just filled with deadly track traps. You you die over and over and over trying to make it past them. You'll be set on fire. You smash through windows and you fall and break your neck in all sorts of spectacular ways. It's essentially <gasps> sequence based physics puzzles yes. that you're solving over and over again. But uh, yeah, the, no game. Well, I can't say no game. I would say that that the trials series has induced uh, from software levels of anger in me <laughs> playing some of the later stages. But I still really love Trials. I think that this game, I was really excited when they announced that Trials was coming back. We haven't seen it in a few years, so it's cool that Trials is coming to the Switch. I'm happy that the Joy-Con are attached to the system, so I can't throw them. <laughs> I bet you anger. still will. But um, my, um, I, I met the designer of this franchise, uh, Antti, who's, who's a crazy dude. Um, uh, and... One of the He's coolest crash through the table at E3, right? Yes, Wasn't that's that his right. Deal? Yeah. One one of the craziest thing he and his team have done is uh, the the mystery in Trials Evolution. Yes, where people played this game for years trying to figure out what the mystery was, and it was so complicated. Where you piece together a message by finding wooden boards that unlocked a song. In the song, if you use if you use spectral analysis, it would show you Morse code. Then you'd use that to uncover something else. You'd find these hieroglyphics, which then in the and led to real-life locations where you had to enter codes and find geocaches what? with keys in them in, in the real world. And the solution, like, uh, if you don't want to spoil, but why, why wouldn't you? Because you're never going to find all this stuff. The solution was that in the year 2113, um, you, uh, you would show up under the Eiffel Tower to unlock a box with this stuff. What? In real life. That's insane. Yeah. So nobody around is gonna like that doesn't even make sense. Auntie figured out, he basically said, just like in Back to the Future, he hired somebody to do this, a company to do this in the year twenty one thirteen. 
and there'll that be something so in the cool. box, which is probably his tooth or something. Yeah. Ah. We don't know what it's gonna be, but isn't that insane? That is That's really so wild. Good. Yeah. So I'm I want to play this just to see if uh, if there's any sort of mystery if, to uncover. If it's got this in here too, yeah. Uh, as a longtime trials fan, uh, I will give this. Four Brian Altanos out of five in terms of my same. It have to be four Brian's for me just because of the mystery in it. Okay, Casey. I hope I'm giving a it two it. Brian's. But two I Brian's think that's not a just, Trials fan. I've never played Trials, so I feel like I can't give it a fair score. Well, fortunately for oh, yeah. you, there's a new Trials game coming out February 21st. Yeah, I want to hear what you think. It's yeah. it's cool. Like it's um, it, it's mean. It yeah. That's mm, I don't know. How I feel about that. Yeah, <laughs> but it's also funny. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you might throw your switch. Okay, Pair's right. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I don't know. I, you're talking about the Joy Cons being attached. Yep. I would say play them unattached because I feel like Joy Cons are easier to replace than your base unit. Yeah. So yeah. yeah uh, okay, let's skip March. We're gonna jump straight to April. Uh, April twenty third, little game called. Mortal Kombat 11. Um, so this just got revealed uh, pretty recently at the TGAs, uh, at the Game Awards in early December. Uh, not a ton of, of information to go on. No real gameplay that we've seen yet. I assume it's going to be like a Mortal Kombat game. Yeah, it'll probably be a Mortal Kombat mm -hmm. game. We did see, um, who was it, Raiden and Scorpion doing a good fight in that uh, uh, cinematic. Getting um, hurt. I did think that it was a little odd that they didn't make a bigger deal about yeah. the Switch port. Because and we talked about that a bit yeah. during the, the week yes. where we talked about the show. Yeah. And that they still haven't really made a big deal out of it yeah. since then either. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's a case of like, well, it's coming to everything, so why make mm -hmm. a big deal out of one thing? Maybe it's just a bigger deal for us because this is so clearly a, a mature title and so yep. so violent and over the top that it, it wouldn't necessarily have found a home in earlier generations of yeah. Nintendo platforms. But I, I think that's another reason why people are so surprised because earlier, as you said, earlier generations of Nintendo would have never yeah. had a game so violent on it. But I feel like more than the violence, it's just that it is a current-gen title and it takes some effort to pour it over. And, you know, granted, we've seen Doom and Infinite, obviously, is coming as well. But it's still not the norm. We're yeah. still not seeing trailers for these big multi-platform, like Xbox, PS4, PC titles right. with a Switch logo next to it. And I actually like that it was kind of more matter-of-factly. It's like, mm -hmm. boom, 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 they're all yeah. there. Yeah. Rather than, also surprise, right. Switch. Okay, yeah. that's pretty interesting. Yeah. Now, uh, have you guys traditionally been Mortal Kombat fans? Um, I, I played, I think I pl I've played every game in the series. Okay. I, I was more like, in the beginning, I was a Street Fighter fan. So yeah. I really I really didn't like the way it felt. But then, like, with, uh, I thought 4 was really good. I think the games kept getting better and better and better. So What was um, 4 on? 4 was on everything. Okay. I always thought Mortal Kombat felt a little bit too slow for me. I mean, oh. I played Mortal Kombat a bunch, like, when it originally came out, I think for the Sega, was it? Well, yeah, there was yeah. on Sega and Super Nintendo. Yeah. yeah. Um, but recently I played Injustice, yeah. and I like that a lot. Well, yeah. same feel. So yeah, same feel. So yeah. maybe I'll give it another so shot. So there's, there's Mortal Kombat before MK9, which is when they sort of rebooted the series and added all this like story stuff, because the story mm -hmm. is so hugely important to the, the newer generation of Mortal Kombat. And then sort of branching off of that, you have like the Injustice series as well. Mm -hmm. And I'm not a huge fighting fan, mm -hmm. a fighting game fan to begin with. Um, so and I've always been more of a Street Fighter guy, but mm -hmm. I will say I I do prefer the Injustice games more than I liked Mortal Kombat nine or ten. But mm -hmm. that's, I think it's just because of the superhero angle. Yeah. So I will give this three Brian Altanos out of five. Pair. I'll give this two Brian Altanos just because I have a feeling I will not be able to find the time to play this. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, I'm this not a big I'm not a big fighting game uh, yeah. gamer usually. Um, 
so I'm, I, I'll I'll take a look. I, okay. I want to be surprised, but I, yeah. I have to be convinced that this is. Awesome. It's also like, but go ahead and give us your score. Mm -hmm. Two Brian Altanos. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'll probably look up all of the um, like final kills on fatalities, YouTube or something. Yeah. All the fatalities on YouTube or something. Yeah. And, yep. Morbid curiosity, but not well, enough. If, to uh, if IGN history has taught me anything, it's <laughs> that we'll have those fatality that fatality montage ready to go like the day of launch at the ad embargo. Yep. So you don't have to look too far. Will YouTube take it th take them down though? Uh, maybe. <laughs> um, I, the other thing is like, if I was to play this game, I think I would play it on a, my PlayStation mm -hmm. because if Smash has taught me anything, it's that I hate the the controllers for uh fighting games on on switch you could just use uh, a gamecube controller I, i'd like yeah i could um i like <laughs> the pro controller for smash a lot mm -hmm. okay. the playing smash with the joy con is miserable yeah like, mm -hmm. i absolutely hate it it's so. not even worth playing at all no uh, buttons are too close together i'm i'm about half as good uh mm -hmm. with joy con as i am on a pro controller so and i haven't tried a gamecube controller yet but right. yeah um okay also in april but no set release date super meat boy forever um, Super Meat Boy Forever was originally developed as a touch-focused mobile port way back in, in 2014, hmm. uh, but now it's become more of like a full-fledged sequel. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm a big fan of, of what... I'm hearing a lot this phrase a lot, and tell me if you guys have heard this before. Splatformer? Okay, I've never heard okay. that nope. before, but so okay. So it's a platformer like Meat Boy or yep. like Guacamelee or, or something like that where like you instantly respawn. And so okay. there's no delay. Okay. You die a lot. You die a lot, and they're, they're meant to be very... Celeste is another good example mm -hmm. where it's like super challenging, but yep. the, the punishment isn't really there because like you instantly start over. Um, super Meat Boy, the original one to me, is like sort of the very first platformer. Like I love, I love, love, love that game. I replayed it recently when it came out for Switch. Um, this Super Meat Boy Forever... Uh, Randomly generated levels and endless run, right? And well, yeah, I think you're right. I think it is also endless run. Well, ish. Um, yeah. So that's gross. I'm not really interested in that. Uh, you and I were talking about randomly yeah. generated levels before we came in here, and this is just yet another thing where it's like, <laughs> God, I, I was really looking forward to this game, but the idea of like, it's not even a level of or a lack of thoughtfulness. It's mm -hmm. just like. I just wish there was something bespoke. Like mm -hmm. it just I, I think it's know. a generational gap. Like Maybe I see so. I see my kids playing, you know, just loving roguelike. Are you implying and, that and, we're and some endless, kind of old yes. dudes? Yes. Oh. We want we want to know that some Bummer. poor team sat in an office late <laughs> nights slaving away at these level designs. Yeah. Um, whereas our kids don't care. They it just want a new experience every time they play. It does look like really mm -hmm. a lot of fun though. While it'll, I'm, I'm sure it. it'll be fun. Yeah. But the endless runner ish. Um, approach uh, <laughs> makes it a two Altanos for me right now. Two Altanos, yeah, yeah. yes. I'm also going to give it two out of five Brian Altanos. Mm -hmm. Casey? Two out of five. Two out of five. Right. Sorry to be so negative, guys. That's okay. I guess three is, well, look, three our rating is above can, average. Our rating can always change when we actually get yeah. to play these games. And That's true. We might come back in them. here in April this and say, this is a five out of five Altanos game. game. And, and everybody knows Altanos are not the most accurate rating. Mm -hmm. That's true. Yeah. yeah. So. It's very subjective. Mm -hmm. yeah. Very subjective. Um, okay, moving into May. May 21st. Here's one for you. Yeah. Sonic Team Racing. Who's you? Me? Yeah, I okay. don't know. Yeah, yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, nice to have a kart racer, another yeah. kart racer on the Switch. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I love Mario Kart 8. I think it's probably the best uh, kart racer ever made, question mark. But um, I've heard a lot of great stuff about the previous Sonic yeah. uh, Team Racing game. So this is kind of the third in the Sonic yeah. Racing franchise because there was like Sega Racing All-Stars. And then Sonic All-Stars, All Sonic Transformations. Racing or something. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Transformers, um, uh, something like that. 
<laughs> so this one has, first of all, we're looking at a game that was delayed from winter 2018 to spring of 2019, uh, just to kind of squash some bugs and, and do a little QA. Um, 15 characters, including some of our favorites like Sonic, mm-hmm. Tails. Other Sonic? The the Bird. White Sonic, Pink uh, Sonic. T- cat. <laughs> yeah, lots of no. good There's characters Blaze in there. and Rogue That's and Knuckles right. you and made Shadow all this, like, and Silver. Honestly, there you you could make up so many different Sonic characters, and I'd be like, great, <laughs> Big yes. Big Cat. Those are definitely Sonic characters. And they're all, they're all notable for being so fast True. that they have to race cars. Yeah, it's funny that... that this isn't an on foot racer. Yeah, yeah, but, but I, I do like the idea of, of uh, another kart racer on on Switch. Uh, we're going to talk about a third kart racer coming down the line in a bit. But I will say, uh, just given the pedigree, given the amount of, of adoration I've heard for the previous games, I'm cautiously optimistic for this one. I will give it three out of five, Brian Altano. So I w- I would usually be there with you with a three. I got to play a little bit of this at E3, mm-hmm. and I. This the game got delayed, so hopefully it'll get fixed. I, what I found was a choppy game mm-hmm. that didn't feel right yet. Like I, I didn't, I didn't want to keep playing it based on that demo. But okay. I, I'm hoping that they knew this and this was just early code, and mm-hmm. they're gonna make it look really good even on on the Switch. Um, the last game was great. On okay. on, uh, I don't think we ever reviewed it, but the so Wii U like version on, like even Wii had you and PC. You, you and, could yeah. even do split screen multiplayer just with a gamepad oh, and the cool. TV screen. Wow, so that's they wild. put in a lot of work in the previous game. Yeah. and um, and like you know, all snark aside from them them riding around in cars, the drifting and everything is really good. Okay, I actually I really enjoyed the previous game as well, also mm-hmm. on the Wii U. Um, so I'm going to give this three out of five Altanos. Okay. Three I out hope of five. It's That's one of the highest wait. ratings so far. What was I mean, yours? I also gave some two, other two, two out of five. Based okay. on that demo, I, I, I will, I will play it for sure. Though. Okay, mm-hmm. great. Uh, okay, moving to so five Altanos. Well, just hold your horses. Oh, okay. You're gonna, you're spoiling it. <laughs> um, there's a couple of games, a few games in the spring that now, don't everyone have pause and guess. Set, yeah. <laughs> if you know pair, pick cross S three. Uh-huh. <laughs> Oh my gosh! <laughs> uh, it's F Zero with one more um, color. No, uh, there's a couple of games uh, coming in the spring that don't have uh, set release dates. Okay. Um, so the first of that of those games is, of course, Fire Emblem Three Heroes, um, which I know you're very excited about. Five. You're gonna Altanos. get out of the gate. You're gonna give five out of yeah, five Altanos. Sure. Okay. Cool. Talk about uh, pedigree. Tell me. So this is the first Fire Emblem, uh, first console Fire Emblem uh, in. 12 years? Jesus, since uh, the Wii, huh? Since, yeah, uh, what was it? Radiant Dawn Radiant on Wii. Dawn. Yeah. Um, and this one, uh, I think the big the big draw here is the ability to transition from this top-down view to sort of a, like a third-person uh, on-the-battlefield view like mm-hmm. we're seeing here. Which yeah, is you, really you no longer get a, a switch in presentation. It, like, zooms you into the action. And then the, the other big thing is that for the first time, it will feel more like a like an actual war because mm-hmm. you have, you see all the support units that fight alongside your hero. Okay. So that's a big change. Usually it's one-on-one battles. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, Are you going to play this? this? I don't play know. it. I don't it's know. So good. I, I'm actually. Fire Emblem is so good. I know that I should. I so I played. What was um, Fire Emblem Heroes on the 3DS? No. Was it Heroes? Was that the first one the on the 3DS? Mm-hmm. Yes. No. Wait. Not no. The last wait. One. The last one was Fates, right? Yeah. Yeah. With Corin. Yes. That's right. So yeah, the first one on 3DS was Heroes. 
No, or is that the mobile game? No, Heroes no, is the Heroes mobile, is the game. mobile game. What was it? Okay. It was Awakenings, Fire Emblem Yeah, Awakenings. sorry. Guys. We're, in, we're a weekly Nintendo show right here on IGN.com. <laughs> There's uh, a lot of Fire Emblem games, guys. We've been on vacation for two weeks. Give us a break. We're still getting back in the swing of things. Yes, I played Fire Emblem Awakenings and liked, liked it, but Fire Emblem to me is sort of like Monster Hunter where... Every time I try to play one, I get a certain amount in, and I'm like, okay, I've had enough of this. Like, I'm not really, I'm not a real time strategy guy to begin with, um, or a turn based strategy guy. Um, and I don't know, I just so I'm not super into Fire Emblem. I would probably give this, and I'm sorry, two out of five. Oh, that's insane, man. It's a very low number of Altanos for this. The, game. What makes these games, in, in certainly in recent times, there were always kind of assists and you know, effects that would that where you could build character relationships and that would impact your battles but they've really amped up the storytelling like mm -hmm. when you pair up characters you you know they they actually bond they can get married yeah in you know previous games they could have kids and they could could travel back in time <laughs> like there were all these really cool elements around how you play the game and what what characters you pair up right which you're looking at me like you're you're not you're not gonna no you started talking about time traveling kids and yeah yeah <laughs> I, and mine kind of went elsewhere but yes that's it's so good. Yeah. Oh man, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to convert you. I'm gonna five, make him play it. Five out of five Altanas. Five out of five Altanas. Casey, how many Altanas? Sure. You Four out of five Altanas. Four out of five. That's your highest rating. It yet. is. So are you? You're a big Fire Emblem fan. I'm not a big Fire Fire Emblem fan. I feel like the only one I've played is Awakening mm -hmm. and Heroes. Okay. And I Heroes is need very to give different. it another shot. Heroes, Heroes, Heroes is, is the one on the phone. Game. It's the mobile game. I did wiki stuff for it. Yeah. yeah. But I did like it. Are and I like Awakening. Heroes, no. Oh. Okay. It was fine. Yeah. It's too simple. I don't like gotcha games. Oh. Mm, see, I... How do you feel about gotcha journalism? I don't... <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> no. uh, okay. Mm. Uh, also coming in the spring, one of my personal most excited games, Yoshi's Crafted World. Okay. I love myself a good Yoshi game, and this one looks so charming, so cute, so fun. We got a, uh, an extended look at it earlier or later last year, I guess, and... Uh, I think it looks awesome. I love the the duality, uh, the kind of you know bouncing back and forth between your first run through and then going behind the scenes to see all the other stuff. Like I think this game looks great, and I'm really excited for uh, another Yoshi game, Woolly World. I played on uh, Wii U, and then I played it again on 3DS, and uh, they're just charming little platformers. I'm right there with you, and it's got this uh, you know the, the the kind of you see the backside of the levels, right. which I think is really clever because the front is all beautifully designed like paper craft and then they flip it around and you see all the tape and all this yeah and that's holding it together that, but like in yeah. one in one level uh, during the gameplay that they showed a few months ago yoshi runs in front of like a can of like cookies mm -hmm. which is you know yoshi's cookies whatever yeah. and then on the back side it has all the nutrition values and stuff like <laughs> labeled on the back like it's very funny it's very yeah. cute that's great yeah uh i will give this Five out of five, Brian Altanos. I'm very excited for Yoshi. Be before Brian, Brian Altanos for me. Four. Yeah. What do you think? Four, Brian Altanos. Okay. Four, Brian Altanos. Think, do you think there'll be co-op in this game? Mm. I don't know. Actually, yeah. I, I, I assume so. Yeah. yeah. But uh, maybe not, yeah. because I guess the co-op in, in Woolly World was with Poochie. You'll yeah. be on the 3DS, but yeah. or uh, was there? Play as the egg. Maybe I made that up. Yeah. But it, it, the graphics look really cute. Yeah. And yeah. good. I love I love the, the Nintendo's ability to really make their game shine, and I think that Yoshi's Crafted World is no mm -hmm. exception. I think it looks so, so good. Mm -hmm. um, okay, moving on to June. This is uh, post-E3, which is a scary thing to think mm -hmm. about. But uh, wow. June 21st, 
This is that other kart racer that we were talking about. Uh, this is Crash Team Racing Nitro Fueled, which is a remake of the original Crash Team Racing from PlayStation 1, which was one of my favorite racers as a kid. So I'm really excited. This game looks amazing. I'm really excited to jump back into it. And now it's got things like online support, uh, there's an arcade mode, there's time trials, like all the stuff from the original, but it looks incredible, and this is, to me, uh, Crash Team Racing is is the only contender, the only, like, second place to Mario Kart, um, and, but, but, like, a close second. I played each of those, Mario 64 and Crash, sort of back and forth at this in that era, and this game is fantastic, and I'm it, excited for it to come a back. Quick, quick follow-up, Yoshi does have um, multiplayer. It does. Different colored okay. Yoshis. Yeah, okay. that's right. Yeah, cool. okay, I thank thought you. I saw something on Did that. you just look that up on your yeah, phone? Yeah, I, I was you like, wait a second, I thought I saw it. We need to look it up. Um, I appreciate that, because that means that I won't get roasted in the comments. Yeah, otherwise <laughs> he's like, stupid Zachary. How can you let him host the show? Why yeah. do you think they're multicolor, Yoshis? Uh, I I dig CTR too. Um, uh, it's it is the closest you can get to Mario Kart. Yep. Any of the the out of any of the kart racers out there. Not that that is such an expansive genre, right? Yeah. It's like it's almost like companies look at Mario Kart and say, "Oh no, thank you." Yeah. You know, somebody did it so well. But Crash Team Racing is just is it's beautiful looking it's fast it feels right the courses are uh, well designed it is a little bit more of a racing game than mario kart is mm -hmm. it doesn't have that kind of you know that randomness that kind of mario party effect that sometimes creeps up in mario kart 8 with mm -hmm. rubber banding or like the blue shell or anything right. like that it's a little bit more focused on racing so it's a really good game so i'll i'll you know i've played it before mm -hmm. uh, i'll give it 3 Okay, uh, Altanos. So I was disappointed yep. that this didn't show up in the Crash uh, collection oh, wow. from last year. Yep. I kind of assumed that this would be like, oh, if you beat all three games, then the unlockable is Crash Team Racing. But I'm excited that it's coming out on its own. I'm excited to play it again. I'm going to give this four out of five Brian Altanos. Okay. Casey? I'm going to give it three out of five Brian Altanos. Okay. Mm -hmm. I've never played it. Oh, it's going to be good. There's a ton of these remakes, and I'm like, like I've never played this. Yeah. It's a good game. Um, okay, then we got a bunch of games that don't have a release date uh, for 2019 mm -hmm. sometime. Uh, so the first of which is uh, Animal Crossing uh, for Switch. That got revealed last year. Um, I love <laughs> Animal Crossing. <laughs> this is my friend Tom Nook here uh, sitting in the dark. <laughs> uh, very clever reveal from Nintendo last year. Uh, so far, in terms of pedigree, Animal Crossing games are always great. I can't imagine that this would be any different. We talked a lot about Animal Crossing on NVC uh, way back when this was announced uh, last year, but uh, I'm very excited for Animal Crossing. Mm -hmm. I, I'm also excited. Like, I missed New Leaf when it was new. I didn't play it until much after the fact. Oh, you played Old Leaf. Yes, I played <laughs> Old Leaf. So I'm excited for, uh, specifically, I'm excited to play Animal Crossing at IGN when it's new because mm -hmm. I know everybody's going to be trading and it's going to be crazy and everybody will be very into it. I will give this... Five out of five, Brian Altanos. It's a four Altanos rating for me, based on not knowing what it is yet. Sure. <laughs> and I, I, I really, I want some new features of the out of this franchise. And mm -hmm. not to say Animal Crossing hasn't evolved over the years, right? The the game's gotten bigger with different things to do um, outside of your village, with uh, you know, with island and you know, the big city, all that stuff. Right. But I want there, I want there to be more things to do. If I if I move back into this town, taking the train in, having to pay off my house, and then it is the same gameplay loop with all the, hey, I found this bag. Who does it belong to? Bring it back to this person. It's fine by me. I, I, I want, no, I want something new to be, ex to get excited yeah. for, especially yeah. since like, now I'm taking it on the go on the Switch. We should yes. be able to date our animal neighbors. 
Okay. Okay. Right. I think that says a lot more about you than it does about Animal Crossing, but sure. How many Altanos are you going to give this? Five out of five. Five out of five Altanos. Even if you can't date your neighbors. Okay. okay. Very good. Okay. Wow. Good enough. Um, okay. Uh, next up, Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. Uh, this is Igarashi's crowdfunded Castlevania killer. Uh, was supposed to come out last year, but got mm-hmm. delayed into 2019. Um, now they brought uh, Way Forward, uh, who developed Shantae, yep. into the mix to finish the game up. Um, we got a taste of what this game sort of might be like uh, last year with the excellent Castlevania Curse of the Moon, or I'm sorry, Bloodstained Curse mm-hmm. of the Moon. Um, an 8-bit version of... Castlevania. Yeah. Was, well, I mean, okay, look at Bloodstained in motion. <laughs> yes. Like, So this is Curse of the Moon, but if you actually play, uh, if we could get producers to queue up the other Bloodstained clip, um, mm-hmm. this game looks so much like Symphony of the Night. I just replayed Symphony of the Night mm-hmm. in the uh, collection for PlayStation, and that game, to me, is uh, one of the few games I would give a perfect score to. I think it's an oh. absolutely perfect game, and this game has the same sort of pedigree uh, same developer, uh, uh, very similar feel, and I'm very, very excited for this. Uh, I think uh, five out of five Altanos for sure for me. It's a four out of uh, five Altano game for me at this point. I'm I'm a little bit worried that you know a, another developer had to be brought in to finish this, but Wave Forward is really, really good. Yeah, the Shantae games are great. Yeah. Uh, um, do we do we ever talk about Mummy Demaster? Oh yeah, we did. Oh, yeah, so Mummy Mummy is really good too. So it's such a crazy. I, I have a yeah. I've I'm not going to get on a tangent. I I have all the faith in the world in in this team, and what I've seen so far looks really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's this just this little bit of worry that you know there's something wrong with this game. Sorry. Um, Don't want to be cynical. No, I get that. I, I I'm. I'm an Igarashi fan. I, yeah. If you think about it, like if you remember back to a time, there was there was a period there where we got brand new Castlevania game every year, and it was oh, yeah, oh, those that were the halcyon days. Like <laughs> that those was, that was the golden age. Yeah, I like I love those games so much, and I'm I'm super excited to have them at least in some form back. Yeah. So I, I got five, you got four. Casey, what's your rating on Blood? Three State? out of five. Three out of five. I'm not hates vampires. Gosh, I actually I'm. I'm down with vampires, but mm. I'm not that into side scrollers. Okay. I don't know if you guys have noticed this from my mm, scores. Yeah. Yeah. I just, it needs to have a very compelling, I don't want to know if I want to call it a gimmick You've to keep that me to into me before, it. Like, yeah. you're not into side scrollers. I, I wanted really, to ask you, have you always had bad taste or is that like. Hey. So I really like Dead Cells, for example. Yeah, Dead Cells but is wonderful. That had really compelling gameplay mechanics that mm. was more than just platforming. Yeah. And so I need something else there. That keeps me interested more than just the challenge of a platform. So, I would encourage you to play Symphony of the Night. Okay. Um, because that is every bit an RPG as it is a platformer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And oh, it's so so good. So yeah, and it also yeah. has the best soundtrack. And yes, that's okay. true too. Game three out of five Altanos for yes. Okay. Okay. Because it does um, it does look really cool and interesting. So yeah. Uh, it might okay. have something else there. Coming up next, Damon X Machina. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is uh, the mech uh, action game from the producers of uh, Armored Core. That's right. Uh, Kenichiro uh, Takuda is actually uh, uh, in the producer's chair here. And uh, this was announced at E3 2018. Uh, I believe they kicked off their E3 presentation with this, which was very surprising to me. But this is a very cool-looking game. Uh, I like Armored Core quite a bit. Um, The customization and stuff, uh, the uh, arcade kind of feel uh, to these mechs uh, is very exciting to me. And I think that this game looks really, really cool. Um, this is a uh, character design by, I'm going to butcher this name, Perry, I'm sorry, <laughs> Yosuke Kozaki. Yeah, Yosuke um, Kozaki. Who is your friend yes. from uh, Fire Emblem. No. 
Oh, yeah. yeah. He, he's a character he's, designer on Fire Emblem. Okay. Uh, yeah, but he's done the f- character design here. So uh, really, really good aesthetic. And I just think that it's cool that there's a game of this scale on the Switch, like all these, you know, tiny robots fighting giant robots and like I, I i love robots so this is one of those under the radar games for me still and yeah. i know you know our nvc listeners have piped up in the past saying you need to cover this game more it hasn't clicked with me yet because i haven't been able there's to play it there's also not a ton to cover on this game so far yeah. so yeah it's it's been played in videos by nintendo but i haven't been able to go hands on with mm-hmm. it yet but i i do i do really like the the style I love that kind of half cell shaded look. I yeah. love all the kind of like all the projectiles, everything that's happening on the With screen. All the particle so, effects and stuff. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. I hope it has a really good upgrade system for your yeah. mm-hmm. your mechs that keeps me playing. Yeah, I, I hope that. The I'd give it three out of yeah. five Altanos right I'm now. I'm going to give it four okay. out of five Brian Altanos. Can I'm going to give this five out of five Brian Altanos. Whoa! I loved Armored Core. Yeah. I love the. Um, possibility of customizing my mech and making it something just for me and that kind of gameplay just looks really awesome and cool and fun. Right so on. mechs, oh. animals, and killing vampires. monsters. She said she was cool with vampires okay, earlier. All right. um, I Casey, can never that's predict your, her, her That's your highest score yet. Yeah. 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 No, I gave Animal Crossing 5 out of 5. You did. Right. That's true. That's true. I Two very different games. Um, coming up next, Dragon Quest Builders 2. Now this is a game that actually just recently came out in Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I played the hell out of the original <laughs> Dragon Quest that. Builders. I think it's the best non-Zelda Zelda game. I, I It has a very, uh, almost like a Super Nintendo Zelda feel to me. Like the Zelda way. Minecraft. Kind right? of, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I love the original one. This one is... Uh, uh, very interesting to me because it offers four-player co-op and uh, gives you the ability to uh, uh, get a glider so you mm-hmm. can soar across the world, which I wonder where they got that from. But uh, <laughs> I'm very excited about this game. I, I'm kind of surprised that, that it's not already out here, and I imagine that it'll be out before too long. I, I, I would say that we'll probably get this before summer. Hmm. Um, but I'm very excited to play this game. I give this four out of five Brian Altanos because I love the first one so much. Yeah, I couldn't I couldn't get into the first one as much, but it was more of a time constraint issue. I I did like what what they were doing with this game. I'd give this three Altanos. Three Altanos. Um, but uh, it's definitely on my my to playlist. Yeah. Okay. Casey. We'll see more. Oh, same. I never got to play the first one, but it's something that I've always been incredibly also, interested also three, in. Also three, you're saying? Huh? Also three. Three out of five Brian, Brian Altanos Al- for Dragon Builders two. Cool. <laughs> got it. It looks cool. I saw it at E3, uh, the first uh, Dragon Quest Builders, when mm-hmm. they were first promoting it. I didn't get to play it because the line was too long. Sure. Oh. <laughs> and I never got to play it since then. But well, there's I always clearly been no way to play this again. I know. Again. Yeah. I know. There is yeah. no way. It's not it's as though we have a giant non-existent. Of games. Um, okay. Now, this next game on the list might be my number one most excited. Okay. Yeah. And that is Luigi's Mansion 3. Yep. Um... We've seen 37 seconds of footage <laughs> from this game ever. Wow. Um, yeah, it's supposedly coming in 2019. Uh, I love Luigi's Mansion. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Dark Moon is is such a fantastic, like, fun little game. And I like the first one a lot as well. Uh, this is the third Luigi's Mansion game. And get ready for this. That's why it has the three in the name. 18 oh, years. <laughs> so the original Luigi's Mansion came out so long ago. Yeah. And it's funny to me that that in terms of like Nintendo franchises, this is only the third one that we've got in, in nearly two decades. Um, so I'm very excited to play this on my Switch. Yeah. Uh, I'll give this... Five out of five, Brian Altanos. I'm with you there. It's five out of five Altanos for me as well. Nice. Um, I mechanically, you know, once in a while a game comes out that 
Like you play it, and the way it feels is so unique. It sticks with me, with you. And although I thought the original Luigi's Mansion was really short, like no game played like that. It was almost mm -hmm. like a mix, a mixture between a, kind of like a puzzle game and a fishing game. It's like you know, it like had like <laughs> the fishing kind of pull back yeah. on the stick mechanic to get the ghosts right. in, and it was just really fun. It's like, what if we made Resident Evil for kids, and then also Luigi was there? Like That's right. It's brilliant. And then one of my favorite things is just that he hums the music yeah. and like Mario, Mario, like the interactions, it feels like Luigi is really there. He's not just somebody who runs through a level. He's like mm -hmm. in that house. And the, the, the environmental clues that the game gives you through mm -hmm. audio is really, really impressive. Uh, just in the fact that if there's still ghosts hidden in that room, the song that he hums, yeah. he'll be nervous about it. But once you kill all the ghosts, he's very happy-go-lucky. And like, mm -hmm. I think this is such... I won't say like niche because everybody knows Nintendo fans know Luigi's Mansion, but I will say that I feel like it's a series that doesn't get the credit that it deserves. It's so it's just so different from everything else. Yeah, yeah. just charming, charming game. Me mechanically, vacuuming up money yeah. never gets old, and you got the different physics yeah. and the bills and the coins, like yeah. the flashing the lights. It's all the, about yeah. feel, I, mm -hmm. uh, you know, with this game, it's and I'm looking feel. forward to feel the rumble. On yeah, the suckers, so. yeah. And do you think they will incorporate any kind of motion controls to it? Yeah, maybe. Maybe, I know they'll, they'll definitely the take fishing. advantage of the HD rumble for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm going to give this, did you guys give your scores already? Yes. Five out of five? five I'm going to give this four out of five. Okay. Four out of five. Just because I played the first one, but it's I played it once and I never. Yeah. Did you yeah, have you not played Dark Moon? Again? I never played Dark Moon. Tomorrow I'm bringing in a copy of Dark Moon. Okay. Yeah. I is, actually have time to play games right is, now, so please do. One of my favorite games on 3DS. Um, okay. Uh, getting down to the bottom of the uh, list here. Coming up next. Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, The Black Order. Uh, that was just announced at the, the Game Awards in December. Uh, first Ultimate Alliance game in 10 years coming to us from Team Ninja as a Switch exclusive. And uh, I really like the original uh, Ultimate Alliance games, the first two. This one looks to live up to that pedigree. So I'm, I'm excited for this. I'm going to give this game 4 out of 5 Brian Altanos. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm not yet... I'm not sure what to think yet. Mm -hmm. um, I haven't seen... A truly great Team Ninja game in a long time. It's been a while, that's true. But I do, I do love the characters. I do love co-op games. Um, so it's a, it's a three out of five Altanos for me right now. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I, I want to get to play it. I want to play this and see, you know, how how the how they've evolved this game. And I hope there are no weird gimmicks with turning your controller sideways in this one, right? Team Ninja, <laughs> please, no. Please. I know, I know what you're referencing. Oh yeah, please. Yeah. We might talk about that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I don't mean to be a baby about <laughs> this. <laughs> Sorry, stop it. stop it, you. The wounds from Metroid are deep. I know, I yeah. know, it hurts still. Yeah. Casey, what's up? What do you think of uh, this? I think three to five. Okay. I think it looks like a really fun game to play with friends. I hope mm -hmm. that the online works well, <laughs> and I think that would compel me to play it a little bit more. Sure. Um, it just looks like a fun action game to play with people. I, I'm hoping that we can set it up on the TV here, and we can cool. all. Yeah. Check it out when it comes it's out. I mean, it's a great get as an exclusive. Yeah, um, it's a huge, honestly. huge deal yeah. for an exclusive. Yeah, Marvel is not so small right now. No, so certainly not. Um, okay, a couple more here. Uh, coming up next is Town. Uh, you might remember this. This is Game Freak's other game. That's right. Uh, it's a turn-based RPG. Very cute. Uh, sort of. Uh, it's kind of got this uh, chibi art style. It almost looks like a level five game to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally um, looks like level five. But uh, I, I'm into this. I, I like. Uh, I love me like a Nino Cooney. I like a, a nice castle building. So I, you know, I, I feel like we don't know a ton about this game yet. I'm gonna give this three out of five, Brian Altanos, uh, just because 
uh, turn-based RPGs and I have not been the closest of friends of late. Yeah. Just because of the the time commitment involved in in that kind of thing. But uh, I, yeah, I'm into this game. I think it looks good. Yeah, and I, I have to trust in ga- in Game Freak with this, right? I liked, uh, you know, I, I obviously love their Pokemon RPGs <laughs> from yester yesteryear, but also little excursions into horse racing and all that. Um, my my my, my which is like, freaking brilliant. Is it Harmonite or Rhythm Knight? Uh, I don't know. They did that too. That's yeah. right. Yeah. But um. But town. My my only worry with town is that the entire game is set in this town. I'm. I like games where I go and explore. And if it's kind of a longer RPG, I want a change of scenery and I want to explore landscapes. Sure. And this is all set in this town. So I got to think that the gameplay hook is unique enough to sustain your interest, right? Mm-hmm. That it all goes on in there. It's like monsters invading, and then you got to figure out like combinations with all the villagers to defeat them. Um, at, at this point, I'll give it a three out of five Brian Altanos. Yeah, you Because I right want to see a little bit more. I just don't want it to be a little game. I want something big and sprawling from yeah. Game Freak. Okay. I mean, this is a four out of five. Uh, I was very excited when we saw this uh, during that Nintendo Direct presentation because yeah. it was totally unexpected. Yep. And like Pear said, Game Freak makes Pokemon, and I trust yep. them with this, and I'm hoping that these are ideas that they maybe thought of implementing with Pokemon that maybe wanted to branch off with something new. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope there's some sort of monster-collecting mechanic. Oh, you like <laughs> that stuff. I know. Who would have thought? But that's probably not going to happen, but I think the gameplay hook will be there. Yeah. Like, I trust yeah. them to do it. And I also like town building and uh, kind of, gosh, what was that game called? It wasn't I think Harvest. Of it was Rune Factory. Oh, okay. Okay. Rune Factory. Different kind of town building. Yeah. thought it was going to be Dark Cloud or something. Ooh, Dark Cloud. I mean, Cloud that was a good one, too. Act Razor. Yeah. Ooh. A lot of them. Oh, yeah, awesome. four out of five. I'm, All right. Okay. I'm um, definitely going to play it. Now, speaking of those crummy little pocket monsters, the next one is probably the big one for 2019. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think um, we're, of course, talking about Pokemon Switch. Mm-hmm. Um, that is no firm date, but uh, I, I put PC, but I meant GF. Um, uh, no, a Pokemon Company. That's what mm-hmm. it was. Uh, but Pokemon <laughs> Company did confirm that it's coming in late 2019. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, Masuda-san is directing the title and says that it will follow in the tradition of Pokemon X and Y and Pokemon Sun and Moon. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Pokemon. I don't love Pokemon. I'm not uh, as hardcore as Casey is. Uh, I'm actually, honestly, I don't think anybody's as hardcore as Casey is. But um, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to give this four out of five Brian Altanos because I am excited for a Pokemon on console. The fact that he's saying that it's going to continue in the tradition of X and Y and Sun and Moon is like a little bit of a bummer to me because I was hoping that it would be sort of a top-down reimagining of Pokemon. Hmm. Doesn't mean that it won't be. Maybe he's talking loosely. We we haven't seen this game yet. We don't know what it looks like, how mm-hmm. it plays, or anything. Um, four out of five, Brian Altanas for me. It's a five out of five, Brian Altanas for me. I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing the first true console Pokemon game, mm-hmm. and we haven't had this right. Like <laughs> if you remember Gale of Darkness, all yeah. these games were kind of spin-offs, mm-hmm. and they felt very different you could always tell they were like guiding they're like little side stories Mm -hmm. and just the commitment that they're saying this is a mainline series title on this platform i gotta think that with nintendo they're looking at what the switch can do graphically with the joy con with the hd rumble all that stuff and they'll build it from the ground up Mm -hmm. Um, i'm super excited for this cool i am i I mean it's obvious right five out of five brian altanas for me six Um, out of five six out of five (laughs) no this is probably my most anticipated game next year besides the Monster Hunter expansion. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I am hoping that it looks... So Pokemon Let's Go looks great. I think it looks really good. It's really cute. Yeah. I'm hoping it looks better than that 
not to disparage how Let's Go looks. Right. Um, have you guys seen any of any footage from the new Yokei Watch, Yokei Watch game that's coming out on the Switch? Yeah. No. It looks amazing. It oh, looks cool. fantastic. It looks very, very good. And I kind of want Pokemon to look more like that. M- yeah, yeah. It just look. I don't. I keep wanting to use the word better, and that's really not the right yeah. word. No, I, I, it's <laughs> it's not necessarily like a graphic fidelity thing. It's yeah. It's, a, it's an art style thing. Right? Yeah. Like I think Pokemon Let's Go is is more really akin cute, to, really simple. It's more akin to the cartoon. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and I think that that taking a, a different stylistic approach, I think it's going to be important to set this game apart. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think that it would probably be in its best. Interest. I want to see like. I know this isn't going to happen, but I want to see like puck and tournament level that would be very graphics cool. in this yeah. game, and I know it's not going to happen. <laughs> Don't be disappointed. I think it's going to look closer to Let's Go than people. Yeah, are I know expecting. it is. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's not. Pokemon Company has never done that kind of like graphically stunning games. Mm-hmm. They're always a little bit behind like what Nintendo would do, right? As a, as a core developed title, but. Um, we'll see. I would love to yeah. be surprised like, mm-hmm. if the entire game looked like the anime, for yeah. example. That'd be really cool. That would be cool. Maybe like a cel-shaded yeah. look yeah. or something like that. That'd that would be, be cool. cute. I do hope they keep being able to see Pokemon in the overworld. Yeah. I really love that feature. It was a nice, nice update. Yeah. yeah. If if anything, if they take anything from that game, that's what I want. That'd be very cool. I'll, I'll get... I'll get yeah. working on that. Let's go uh, tell them. Then there are two games that we have left off of this list, but I think we probably have to talk about in terms of uh, Nintendo exclusives and the future of the Switch. Because it could um, come out because they they yeah. they might. There's a very slim chance that either of these games might that Nintendo might pull a, a fast one on us and do a good reveal of a release date in 2019, and that is of course Metroid Prime 4, which I give. 10 out of 5 Brian Altanos. <laughs> I'm very excited. I couldn't possibly more be more excited for Metroid Prime 4. I think Metroid Prime is... Um, I mean, Metroid in general is one of my favorite franchises. Metroid, The original Metroid Prime, probably in my top 5 games of all time. So, Metroid Prime 4... For sure, for me, five out of five. Bro. Yeah, I give this the whole Altano family. All any any We're Altanos you can find yeah. in Jersey, in yeah. the Bay Area, exactly. all together. Um, yeah, I'm, Metroid Prime Four is hands down my most anticipated title. I can't I can't wait to see what what shape it will be. I bet it's a will take, yeah. and whether you know who the developer will be in the right. end, what the team will be like. Uh, but really excited for this one. Can't come soon enough. You play Metroid Prime? I only played three. Oh my god! Ah. I know. All right. Okay. I well, know. You played the worst one of the three. I'm sorry. No, that's, Ooh, not, that's true. not true. I'd X say was I the worst. had a lot I'd of fun with the third one. I'd say two is the worst one. one. And, I mean, okay. So we say worst. I still, still would give Echoes like an eight point five. Uh, yeah. Metroid Prime, I'd give a ten. Yeah. I was first hoping, one is hands down yeah. the best. I was hoping yeah. they would release a Metroid Prime collection. Just wait. The first two coming. for me to Just play on the Switch. I mean, there's. I still have hope. So, but. We're probably getting a Nintendo Direct this month, aren't we? I That's the rumor, so. right? With the yeah. trilogy announcement, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> for the hundredth time. I'm not even going to talk about trilogy no. announcement rumors anymore because every time we bring it up, we're wrong. And I but, just feel terrible about I it. I mean, this is just me hoping I get it before the uh, Metro Prime 4 comes out yeah. so I can replay How them. many Altanos? Uh... Four out of five, okay. just because I five. know it's going to be really great. All right. All right, very good. And then the other one, of course, is Bayonetta three. Yep. Um, we saw a you know quick teaser for Bayonetta three. Not a ton of news coming out about that. Uh, no real word from Platinum. Um, I love Bayonetta. Yeah. Uh, I think the first two games are fantastic. I'll give this four out of five. Brian Altano's, um, just because I'd like to see a little bit more and see what we're dealing with. Same. Uh, I assume that it'll be just more Bayonetta, which is great. Four out of five, uh, Brian Altano's, and you are so excited you even cosplayed as Bayonetta again today. Uh, <laughs> oh, what's good. Your a joke ex- that no one has. Ever made what, what, what's your excitement level? Four out of five, 
bayonetas. Okay. Wow. Only. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it would be five. Yeah. No. All right. Well, that basically wraps up all of our 2019 excitement level predictions. Hmm. Um, do we have enough time to play a little I'm game? Down. You guys want to play a little game? But what kind of game is it? That's a game I like to call the question block. Oh, that's not even a game. <laughs> we got to go rapid fire because hmm. we're already over time. I'm sorry to our producers. I love you very much. I know you guys are having so a let's slow day super anyway. fast Here we go. Uh, from Facebook, Mike Staub asks, which video game character wears the coolest pants? And I'll say Tidus from Final Fantasy X. He's got weird lederhosen. Pair? Banjo. Banjo's the little yellow pants. shorts can't yeah. be beaten. He's got Gosh. little yellow hot pants. Even, even wears them as a washing machine, yeah, which that's is great. True. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say Link, because his pants are basically not even pants. That's true. That's He's just, just funny. wearing tights. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, Adam Ray from Facebook's Ask... Adam Ray from Facebook asks, uh, do you think we'll ever see a top-down style Zelda again, like uh, Link to the Past or Link's Awakening? Uh, I like looking forward to them as compact-sized Zelda adventures in between the big console outings, but now that the console and handheld line is kind of blurry, I wonder if Nintendo will ever go back to this style of gaming. Um, I wouldn't count it out. We got uh, A Link Between Worlds as, as recently as, was that 2013, 2014? 2013. 2013. And I love that game. Yeah, that game's amazing. I think 100%. Yeah. I, I, I'm 100% sure we'll, we'll see another one, whether it's a four-player kind of, uh, you know, four-swords style game or whether yeah. you see something about that's, Heroes. you mm-hmm. know, another take on the Between Worlds formula with that, yeah. with that sort of um, presentation. I, I would love to see a sequel. Yeah. And if Heroes. any Nintendo designer played Blossom Tales, they'd be like, <laughs> okay, we've got to do our own. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah actually, that's a good recommendation. Yeah, I think it'd be ridiculous for them to abandon an entire Zelda play style. Yep. Uh, okay, over on Facebook, uh, Evan Badolf asks, Badolf asks, what games can I get for my nine-year-old daughter to get her more into games? Yeah. Any, any, okay. I, I don't have a nine-year-old kid anymore, <laughs> but I did have three of them right. at the edge of nine. I can Triplet. tell you, wow. any games with, uh, obviously a game like Animal Crossing, once it comes out, something a little bit more slower paced where you don't have this kind of fear of exploration or falling mm-hmm. into a river or something. Any co-op based game. So Super mm-hmm. Mario Party, play two-player co-op um, with your daughter against the AI. Um, uh, uh, maybe something like Stardew Valley even mm-hmm. where you work together on the same farm any of the co-op games like that that aren't as um, as taxing yeah. no, I, as say, difficult. I, I don't feel like these are necessarily like gender specific no. recommendations no. either like uh, I think cooperative gaming is just a great way to mm-hmm. get your kids yep. into gaming all of my children love playing co-op games with me their dad <laughs> so Casey what do you have to say um, when I was a little kid I Love playing Puyo Puyo um, with my dad. Yeah. The it was the Kirby Kirby's Avalanche cool. version. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it was always something I could play with him, and also as long as he was involved. Like I love playing Lion King, mm-hmm. and there are some oh, levels, man, and good. there were some game. there are some things that I couldn't get past. Yeah. So mm-hmm. when I got to a point where I couldn't do it, I'd go get my dad, and he'd do it for me. Great. And just like being involved, regardless of what it is, is encouraging and just being there to help, I yeah. think would help anyone. New Super Mario Brothers because you also have the bubble mechanic, so mm-hmm. when things get tough, you can just have her bubble up yeah. and then uh, travel with you. Yeah. yeah. I was also an only child, so that's all I had for entertainment. Oh, so. yeah. <laughs> um, I'm still an only child. Okay, uh, Jason Whittle asks... Get rid of, get rid of your other, other siblings. Yeah, that's an easy, yeah, that's <laughs> an easy route. Uh, Jason Whittle asks, if The Legend of Zelda had a Battle Royale mode, which incarnation of Link would be victorious? Um, first of all, I think we had played with the idea of doing a Battle Royale mode reveal for an April Fool's video yes, one year, which was very funny for Breath of the Wild, 2017, yeah. 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I think uh, Young Link would be victorious because uh, he's very fast. His bombs explode on contact. Uh, he's got a, a great short hop. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I just really, I've been, I've been maining Young Link in yeah. uh, Smash Brothers, and I, hmm. I think he's just a tough little guy. See, I was going to say Young Link specifically from Majora's Mask with a fully stocked mask bag, because then he's basically unstoppable. It's a bag of tricks. Yeah. Fools. And he can turn into Fierce Deity Link and just wreck everything wreck with shot. two hits. It'll, it'll be Linkette. When he gets that little crown and he transforms Linkle. into a linkette. They've no, already, no, they've already be, got uh, one. No, it'll be fierce, uh, fierce deity link. Yeah. Obviously, the so super-powered uh, uh, guy with a giant, giant sword with the intertwining like the blade. Sword, yeah. yeah, and he, you know, when it, when you've got your full power, you can you can do the the. How do you do it? The little. Yeah. No, like, He's the yeah. true That's how we use like, the yeah. sword. Yeah. <laughs> no, he can do the, the kind of wave yeah. beam attack, the sword beams and all that. He's got the most range. He's going to mm -hmm. win against your puny little young link. No, young link turns into Fierce Deity with the mask. It's not the same. It's one and the same. Two different you can't characters. Stay Fierce not the Deity. same. It's not a game. I, we could sit here and argue about yep. whether or not young link is the same character as Fierce Deity Link, but we got to wrap up. Okay. Guys, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Really <laughs> appreciate you. Thanks for having us. Thank you for watching. We are. Nintendo Voice Chat, IGN's Nintendo Show, every Thursday at 3 p.m. on IGN.com and every Friday at 3 p.m. on YouTube. Um, Happy New Year out there. Thank you guys so much for watching in 2018. We look forward to uh, kind of shaking things up and doing things differently in 2019. But don't forget, NVC is the only place where you will be able to get five out of five Brian Altanos. Yeah. And the thing. And the thing. You can get the oh, thing, too. The thing, too. Oh, the thing. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics. And sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot button issues. And it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.